Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in Acts 24 and it's basically Paul is, he's on trial before Felix. But before we do that, let's open with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you for all that you've done. I thank you for walking with us, talking to us, for loving us and caring about each and every one of us. Lord, you are the creator of all and yet you want us to understand who you are. You want a fellowship with us on an intimate level. And so you've given us your word. You've given us your examples. And you've given us your spirit and your son. That's how much you care. That's how much you want us to fellowship with you. So, Father, I thank you for that. I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for your greatest gift, your son and spirit. And I just pray that today as we read the, your words, that our, our, our eyes, our ears, and our spirits would be open and that we would truly understand and grow closer to you, that we would commune with you, and that we would know you better. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> so throughout Acts, we've been seeing a lot of different elements and different facets of the life of the, the new church, the young church. And one of the things that you see is basically Paul is in jail a lot. He's doing incredible miracles and he's doing wonderful things, but he faces a lot of opposition and he's winding up in prison. And that made me think yesterday, what's my prison? Because God is with us in our prison. He's actually right, right beside us. We just don't always recognize it. And he's with us, and in today's world, we don't really fight the same type of fight, at least not yet. Maybe in some parts of the world they do. There's, there's Christians that are imprisoned. There's Christians that are being persecuted and killed in China and, and Africa and the Middle East. But we here in the United States and Europe don't tend to go through most, much of that. What we do do, what we do face is a spiritual and a mental prison and battle. And sometimes I could think that that might even be more challenging than the physical. For me, I, I you know, play, play sports. And so physical is something I get. The spiritual is harder for me. I don't know if it's because I'm stupider or what, but I understand, hey, someone's going to try to go faster than me. Someone's going to try to score on me. Someone's going to try to do X, Y, Z. I know how to deal with that. I don't know as well the spiritual side. And that's what I think so much of this journey is about. And so I was thinking really about Paul and his prisons and that he was in prison a lot or quite often. Or it's, it's accounted. I mean, heck, there was a period where he stayed somewhere for two years, I believe, and we just read about it. But, and he didn't wind up in jail or prison. But then, then he did. So I just think that I started thinking about what's my prison? What's yours? Is it porn? Is it lying? Is it drugs? Is it alcohol? Is it shopping? I tend to think of ones more geared towards men, right? Um, and that'd be porn, uh, drinking, lying, um, 
bragging. I guess that's lying. Um, and versus ones that are more like women's that might be eating and eating disorders, um, eating for emotional reasons, shopping. Although I shop a lot, I have, I have a lot of too many shoes and too many fishing poles, according to some people, but you can't ever have too many fishing poles. But anyways, and so what is your prison? What are you turning to? What What is it that instead of turning to God, what t- do you turn to? And that's what I really started thinking about. Wow, what's your what's your prison? And it's it's a desire for more. That's really kind of my issue is I want more. And <clears throat> I always want more. More fishing poles, cooler bikes, cooler this and that. And that's not good because I'm wasting money, I'm wasting time, and I'm not serving God. And there's, you know, I swear all the time, I drink too much, right? So those are prisons too. And they're things that pull me away from God. <clears throat> and so I really started thinking about that. And, you know, Jesus said to Paul when he was in prison, <clears throat> you know, be of good cheer and basically rely upon me. He freed Paul many times. And because Paul was following his word and following his, you know, Jesus's guidance and what and living for him. He was in prison for Jesus. He wasn't in prison for his own bad behavior, his own shortcomings. But I still think that even in my own shortcomings, like Jesus is with me and can heal me and take me out of that prison. He can do an amazing work. He can open that gate, take those shackles off my legs, off my arms, off my mind, and heal me and take and let me walk out of that prison. So I pray today that you would see that, that you would think about it and reach out to him and ask him to be with you in your prison because he is but that you would be aware of him and that we would together be able to walk out of our prisons so with all that said that was quite the ramble i apologize but we're going to go ahead and and read chapter 24 verse 1 before we do that just also start thinking about the next set of books the next uh, book you want to read or that might be of interest. And if you do have a desire, if you do have a thought on something about what next to read, because we're almost done with Acts, um, email me and uh, I'll go ahead and <clears throat> take those into consideration. So anyways, okay, verse chapter 24, verse 1. Five days later, the high priest Ananias went down to Caesarea with some of the elders and a lawyer named Tertullus. And they brought their charges against Paul before the governor. When Paul was called in, Tertullus presented his case before Felix. We have enjoyed a long period of peace under you, and your foresight has brought about reforms in this nation. So Tertullus is a typical uh, butt kisser. Everywhere and in every way, most excellent Felix, we, we, we acknowledge this with profound gratitude. But in order not to weary you further, I would request that you be kind enough to hear us briefly. We have found this man to be a troublemaker, stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. He is a ringleader of the Nazarene sect and even tried to desecrate the temple. So we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to learn the truth about all these charges we are bringing against him. The other Jews joined in the accusation, asserting that these things were true. When the governor motioned for him to speak, Paul replied, 
I know that for a number of years you have been a judge over this nation, so I gladly make my defense. You can easily verify that no more than 12 days ago I went up to Jerusalem to worship. My accusers did not find me arguing with anyone at the temple or stirring up a crowd in the synagogues or anywhere else in the city, and they cannot prove to you that the charges they are now making against me. However, I admit that I worship the God of our ancestors as a follower of the way, which they call a sect. I believe everything that is in accordance with the law and that is written in the prophets, and I have the same hope in God as these men themselves have, that there will be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked. So I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. After an absence of several years, I came to Jerusalem to bring my people gifts for the poor and to present offerings. I was ceremonially clean when they found me in the temple courts doing this. There was no crowd with me, nor was I involved in any disturbance. But there are some Jews from the province of Asia who ought to be here before you and bring charges if they have anything against me. Or these men who are here should state what crime they found in me when I stood before the Sanhedrin, unless it was this one thing I shouted as I stood in their presence. It is concerning the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you today. Then Felix, who was well acquainted with the way, adjourned the, pro- adjourned the proceedings. When Lysias the commander comes, he said, I will decide your case. He ordered the centurion to keep Paul under guard, but to give him some freedom and permit his friends to take care of his needs. Several days later, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish. He sent for Paul and listened to him as he spoke about faith in Christ Jesus. As Paul talked about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and said, That's enough for now. You You may leave. When I find it convenient, I will send for you. At the same time, he was hoping that Paul would offer him a bribe, so he sent for him frequently and talked with him. When two years had passed... Felix had succeeded, or was succeeded, by Portius Festus. But because Felix wanted to grant a favor to the Jews, he left Paul in prison. That's a long time to be in prison. But again, looking back on our own prisons that we've created for ourselves, how how long have we been in them? But the good news is, Jesus says, the Bible says, be of good cheer. He is with us. And he will heal us and save us from that prison. So let's go ahead and close with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you. I thank you for being with us. I thank you for your word. I thank you for loving us. I just lift up this time. I lift up these these friends and these people. And I just pray that you would free all of us from our prisons. I pray that those addictions that hold us together, that hold us down, I pray that you would you would break those bonds and that you would heal us. Heal us from that self-inflicted wound that has been inflicted year after year after year by so many. I just pray that you would fill that space up with your Holy Spirit, that your spirit would grow stronger in us because we are spiritual beings. I just pray that we would live for you in the spiritual realm that our spirit would dominate our physical and that you would be glorified and honored. But Father, I pray for healing. I pray for release for all of us from the things that are our prisons, that are the shackles on our wrists and our ankles and our minds. I just pray for your guidance, for your forgiveness, and for your strength and your mercy. 
And I pray for your Holy Spirit to dwell in us more fully than we currently understand him to do. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me. It's just a guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.